Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Good day to you, my friend. Welcome to the High Performance Podcast, where we help change the way you lead to build the culture you need. My name's Michael B. Ross, and I am the principal of High Performance, which is a division of HBK, and we're very honored and privileged to be able to offer some great information to you and your organization that will help you run more effectively and for you to get the results that you want faster. So we all know that leadership is the most important business skill, hands down. Your business, wherever it is right now, is the result of the leadership levels that you have in your organization. So leaders create 70% of the variance in employee engagement. And your leaders are put in place to help to guide, mentor, train, coach, teach, and admonish your workforce to be able to run the systems that run your business. Now, I gotta emphasize that word because oftentimes I have leaders that come in to one of our leadership training programs and these leaders do not understand the systems that run their business. Systems run businesses, people run systems. Could you imagine having a hockey coach coach basketball? Could you imagine that person trying to come in with their systematic knowledge of how hockey runs and coming in to help a basketball team without any knowledge of how to run a basketball team? Sure, there would be some crossover when it comes to engaging their team, when it comes to maybe talking to them interpersonally, when it comes to creating some sort of semblance and cohesive workforce. But the issue is, if that hockey coach does not learn the rules of basketball and how the skills of basketball apply to the actual sport that they are playing, the chances of them having success are slim to none. And if we put our leaders in a position of leadership without them understanding the game that they are leading, we are setting them up to fail. No matter how much they have learned how to be good in interpersonal skills, no matter how much a leader learns how to communicate effectively, no matter how much they learn how to manage conflict, if they do not understand how to run the systems that run the business, then they can never put their people in the best position to succeed. And that is a leader's job at the end of the day. In their organizational context, it is to put them in the best position to succeed. And so you have to know this fundamentally and you have to be intentional about training your leaders on how your business works from start to finish, from soup to nuts, beginning to end. A leader should know within the confines and the construct of your business what they are leading and how it affects every other part of your organization. That is systems-based leadership. 
Systems-based leadership is teaching our leaders how to think systematically about the business. Now, I want to explain what systems are. Systems are sets of things that work together as a part of an interconnecting network. Business systems are the processes, procedures, behavior, strategies, tactics, norms, and communication you follow to deliver your products and services to your clients. So if you look at it mechanistically, and if you are in manufacturing, for example, and you have a, you have a machine that produces parts, if you were to take that machine apart and you were to look at how that machine takes a part through when you press the levers, how it produces the part on the other side. Once you put the material in, it should produce something on the other side. If you were to look at the inner workings of that machine, what would you see? You would see a process, you would see a procedure, you would see tactics, you would see strategies that the engineers used to put this together to produce what? An end result, a part. Now, the same is true in our mental, our emotional, and our communication systems within our organization. And so the leader's job is to make sure that all the systems, at least in their department or division or business, are working together to produce the results that we want. So if you have systems right now that are not producing what it is you want to produce within your organization, I'm going to tell you the really, really good news is you can change the systems in your business and you will get a different result. You know, Einstein said that insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. So the good news is we don't have to be insane. If you're not getting what you want, you can change the system, which will give you something else. Now, is it going to be exactly what you want maybe the first time? Maybe not. I don't know that. But what we can do if we don't get what we want the second time is you can try, try again. And here's why it is so important to me that I teach you about systems-based leadership is because there's too many leadership development programs, too many leadership coaches who are out there teaching leaders how to be kinder to people, how to communicate better, how to deal with conflict, how to do time management, all those things that are very, very important. And I won't mitigate that for a second. But if the leaders do not fundamentally understand how to put people in the best position to succeed mechanistically within the confines of their business, they will fail even with all of those skills, period. And we can't, we can't treat symptoms and expect to change the root of the problems. And the root of most problems in businesses is they have bad systems. The reason why 94% of businesses never last 10 years is not because they have poor products. It is not because the owner goes off the rails. It is not because they have bad people. The problem is they have bad systems. And systems oftentimes are trapped in the minds of a few individuals 
and are never put into a place where the rest of the organization can learn them, learn to apply them, and then systematically practice them. So why do I say the platitude again? Systems run businesses, people run systems. It's because human beings live 95% of their lives in subconscious habit. That means only 5% of the time, human beings are in conscious streaming thought. Most of what you are doing right now, if you're watching this webinar, if you have any kind of habit whatsoever of checking email, or looking at something else while you're on a webinar like this, you're probably doing that right now and I just got your attention. If you're used to multitasking, that's just, that's a part of your habit. And I just, what I did by saying that was got you out of your subconscious habit and I got you into streaming consciousness. Now, why, why, now you're thinking about it. We live 95% of our lives in habit. I wanna tell you not to fight that. I want you to work with it. I want you to work with that. I want you to, to build the system. So here's what happens. Systems build habits. Habits create results. So you build good systems within your organization, meaning that whatever is trapped in the minds of the owners, the operators, the entrepreneurs within your organization that are now currently your systems, they need to, if they are not, to be put on paper to where somebody could come in on day one, read your brain on paper or your organization's brain on paper and see how the whole thing works. They could read how the whole thing works. Why? Because when you read something, you apply deductive reasoning. So now I am reading how the organization works, and I am beginning to think about how to apply that myself. And if the instructions are clear, it gives me a better chance of application. Now, it doesn't mean I'm gonna have it perfect the first time around. Obviously, there's trial and error when you practice anything new. But when systems are down on paper and they're clear, I am able to now run this. But the majority of organizations that I've worked with in my 15-year career in leadership and culture consulting do not have clear systems written down. And here's what ends up happening. They get upset with their teammates for not really understanding what is going on. And they use excuses and deflections such as, well, nobody wants to think anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to be here. And then I will talk to employees and they'll go, I'm not even really sure what exactly I'm supposed to do. I've got to wait for the leader to tell me what to do because I don't really know until they tell me what to do. And I've tried to do things on my own and I've gotten yelled at for that. So people are living in fear. Why? Because there's a lack of clarity in the systems of the organization. Now, this is not rocket science. I am Captain Obvious for all intents and purposes. But I want to tell you, fundamentally, I have done this for so long now, this is wash, rinse, and repeat for me. When I will go into an organization and they say, we have a toxic culture or we have bad leadership, I say, okay, let me first not look at that which is a symptom. So poor leadership is typically a system of not understanding 
the system of the business that is running the organization. And so what I do first is I do an assessment, which I'm going to offer to you today. I do an assessment of the business and I say, first of all, take this assessment because I want to find out how your systems are first. So then we look at the system. 99% of the time systems are a mess. They are not clear. They are not effective. So you're expecting a leader to come in and lead people when they are not clear about exactly where they're supposed to lead them, how they're supposed to lead them. Okay, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And then you're expecting them to get to build a system effectively and then bring people along into the system they built, which, which may or may not be what you want in your organization holistically. That's just called craziness. What you gotta do is we gotta do the hard, this is hard work. And I know nobody wants to hear that, especially in the leadership industry. There's a lot of, of frustrations for me because there's a lot of fluffiness and there's a lot of platitudes and there are a lot of poor communication when it comes to what you have to do to have a better organization and better leadership. And I'm just here to tell you, I've done this for so long. I have over 10,000 hours in coaching, training, consulting, and I'm telling you, fundamentally, You've got to first look at the mechanisms within your organization to say, are our systems from start to finish, from sales and marketing, through our operations and our logistics and our administration and our finance department, are the systems in place from start to finish to help us get the results that we want? Then when you look at that and you evaluate it, you're probably going to see as you always will, some things you can do better. Oh, that helps to give you some relief because what happens is you, you'll see that and you'll go, oh my gosh, now I see why the people aren't producing as well as I thought they should. It's not because they're just bad people who don't care. Now, there's definitely cases where there's people who come in with bad attitudes, they don't really wanna work hard, and they do whatever they have to do just to get by. When your systems are clear, when you're very clear about what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to produce and the law of cause and effect and the law of predictability, when you know that your systems are in a good place, those people will show themselves very clearly and you can move on pretty quickly, which is very important. But at the end of the day, if we are trying to get leaders to lead in a construct where they have no place, if we're putting hockey coaches into a basketball environment and expecting them to just get it and be successful, we're fooling ourselves. So we got to stop dealing with symptoms and we got to start dealing with roots. Do you know why there's toxic cultures in the world today? It's way more than leaders just being mean and rude. There's elements to that. Don't get me wrong. That is a part of it. I'm going to tell you why you have toxic cultures. It's because they have bad systems. Fundamentally, people want to go to work. They want to do a good job. They want to know that their work means something. They want to know that it is producing a good end. And if they're not able to do that, they get frustrated. When they get frustrated, there is a place where they start to blame, complain, deflect, and make excuses. But that is a symptom of a frustration to them having poor systems 
to run that don't produce good results, very haphazard communication, so forth and so on. So I am very passionate about this because I am tired of seeing people treat symptoms. And I'm also tired of having people come to us who have said, yeah, we did this leadership training before we worked with this coach and it didn't really help us in the long term. And then we have to explain why it didn't work. And the truth is most leadership development programs are designed not to work. It's not that they're not really good people you're talking to who really care. They really, really do. And most of the people I've met in the leadership industry are great people. They have actually have fantastic material. It's just the programs they have are designed not to work. And I know that sounds judgmental and it just is what it is at this point. I really want you and your organization to fundamentally be put in a position to succeed long-term. And you cannot do that if you're not clear about your systems and the rules of engagement for the game, quote unquote, that you are playing in business. And that's what your leaders have to understand first is the systems that run your business because you can't make good changes and you also can't evaluate how to do better if you're not clear about the systems. So if I'm expected to run a part of the organization and something goes wrong, I, as the leader, should be able to reverse engineer and figure out where it went wrong and quickly be able to remedy it. But how many leaders in your organization right now or in organizations you've been a part of, when something goes wrong, they go, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's what. Somebody's not showing up or somebody's not doing X, Y, or Z. And I'm telling you, I've done this so much that it's old hat to me. If you get a leader that is able to look and have systems-based leadership, they'll take a step back and they'll go, okay, let me calm down. Let me figure out what went wrong. They work it backwards. They do a root cause analysis. They figure out where the problem is. They fix it. Everybody's happy. None of this stuff is rocket science, but we got to get out of all of the platitudes and the nonsense that are in the industries today. And we've got to get to the root of the problem because I really want your organization to run effectively and smoothly. And the reason I started this business to begin with is because I was a part of a toxic culture where the leaders did not want to see the systematic problems. They did want to blame the others in the organization as the cause of the problem instead of looking to themselves and looking in the mirror and saying, hey, we built bad systems. It's okay. Life is awesome. All you have to do if things aren't going the way you want them to is you take a step back, you stop, and you go, what habits am I following through with that are not creating the results I want? Okay, I need to change this. I'm not saying it's easy to change habit. It's not. I know that better than anybody. It's also not as easy to just go in and change the systems. There's work that is involved, but that is hope. That should excite you. That you don't have to be stuck. You can change. You can get better. You have to look at what habits are driving you right now and giving you the results that you have. And if you work that backwards and you reverse engineer and you say, I got to stop doing this and I got to start doing this. And once I figure out what this is, then the results will be different. Your business is no different. Your business has systems that are creating people habits collectively that are producing results. If they're not the results you want, you just change the systems 
and you'll get better results. So I know I belabored a, a points. I, I belabored that over and over again, but I hope that that sunk in. I hope that that is inspiring to you. Now, we have what is called a business health assessment. It is complimentary. We do not charge for it. The only thing I want out of that is for us to be able to meet together for about 45 minutes to go over it. So all you have to do is take the business health assessment and whether or not you're a division leader or you're an organizational leader or, or, or an owner, operator, entrepreneur, it doesn't matter that business health assessment is set up for you to evaluate whatever department you're in, or if you're an executive, you can evaluate the entire business operation. If there is a place inside the assessment that you really don't have any purview on, all you have to do is press the NA button and that part of the score will not show up for you. But I want you to evaluate the systems that are running your business right now. And once we evaluate that, we can determine what we could change in order for you to have a better path moving forward. But please, please, if you're engaging in leadership development or coaching in your organization, please do me a favor and look at your systems first. Before you start all of the interpersonal relationship training, which is really, really important. It is. It's a major, major part of leadership, and I won't mitigate that. But if you arm people with all the interpersonal trainings of leadership and they have bad systems, they're going to fail. That's all I can tell you. So please do your business health assessment. And I want you and someone on my team to get together and talk through your systems. And, and let's look at tweaking a few things. And then we can talk about how much interpersonal connection and communication and conflict management can help you run your systems better and help you bring in better talent. So with that said, I really appreciate the time you brought today. And I hope that you understand my heart is good towards you and I just want what's best for you and your organization. So I hope you have a great day. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.